Episode of Pointless Reinvention, the show where we fix what ain't broken. I'm Matt. I'm Holly. And I'm Mac. And this week on the workbench, space. Houston, we have a problem. That's my only space. Is that noise. the sound of space? Wah, wah, in space, wah, no wah, one can hear you wah, scream. Wah, That's wah, the thing about wah, it, isn't it? Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. If there's one thing we know about space, no sound in it. And maybe None. we can fix that in a little bit. But first, we have to introduce <laughs> our magnificent guest for this episode. Uh, from the Two Nothing Ten podcast. Listen, I'm going to keep I'm going to keep that gap in because I feel it's important to address mm-hmm. that it's very early in the morning. I've got a big coffee and I'm just not quite there yet. All right. <laughs> I was distracted by the magnificence of uh, not only our guest stature within the podcast industry, but also his excellent facial hair and general handsomeness. It is Alistair Tremblay Birchall from the Two in the Think Tank podcast. Welcome to the show. It's a pleasure to have you. My goodness. Thank you so much. This is already such a high caliber podcast. Um, and everybody else's face hair, facial hair, almost almost everyone else, uh, is is far superior. I have facial hair. Yeah, I know. It's a, it's a light, it's the lightest of fuzz. And it's beautiful. Uh, eyebrows. She spends <laughs> thank you. Uh, so much and, time on uh, Thank you for having me. Uh, my stature is not high, uh, but I, I am in awe of the beautiful music that the, you have. We are the hottest of all the podcasts. It's, 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 <laughs> it's excellent. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> thank you so much for coming. It's good to before start we, with a bit of positivity yeah. before we yeah. ruin everyone's lives a little bit yeah. with well, the rest of the episode. Well, that's good. That's good because I have a real negative I'd like to bring up. I would. I think this is maybe the topic I am least prepared to reinvent. Oh no! <laughs> and that is a damning indictment of this because everything I've ever said in this podcast has been bullshit. <laughs> sure. So I, I have a. You can wait a little bit then. <laughs> I have a long, uh, a long-awaited uh, theory about black holes that was initially based on, on an abstract concept and misunderstanding. And recently I've taught myself a lot. Um, this already sounds too highbrow for this podcast. Well, no, because I'm going to go with my original theory about black holes, oh, which basically means I'm not changing space. I'm not reinventing space, but I'm reinver- reinventing matter. And you know right. how, like when we draw an atom, it's like a circle yeah, and, and then there's like, lots of little circles spinning yeah. around it. So I thought that the circle was real and like it was a literal, like an atom was a shell. And then inside that shell was, that was inside the shell. <laughs> Holly, put the shell around, around my nose. Um, <laughs> inside the shell is uh, like the protons and s- neutrons and shit. Oh, I see. Mm-hmm. And you can crack it like an egg. And, and then you crack the shell and you eggs. literally crack the shell and then let those things out. Split the atom. So my initial, yeah. my initial black hole theory was that black holes is, is all of the, um, is, is matter without the empty space. So it's just the shells just it's like touching each other. The universe. And that's why it's so <laughs> dense. So I'm not reinventing space, <laughs> but I'm reinventing matter and thus black holes. Go. So- <laughs> Your reinvention oh, okay. of oh, okay. matter, which in many ways is literally the complete opposite of space. Yeah. Um, <laughs> is that black holes are the eggshells of stuff. Yeah. So whenever you like, whenever atoms like crack open and make a sofa, yeah. the eggshells go up into space and we yeah. get a black hole. Yeah. 
I cool. I don't know. Right. I, yeah, I'm into that. I don't know enough about black holes, but I feel like something of that sort might actually happen. So the theory. <laughs> So the actual theory of black holes um, in reality is that it is that. Sorry, Mac, it is so early in the morning, I can't stress. I, I, just, <laughs> it is I just can't make no Early on a Sunday morning. <laughs> so the actual theory about black holes, I believe, is that it's it's the reaction. So you know how... So it, it kind of goes into matter and dark matter, and it's it's where dark matter and matter have the same reaction and create a like a void because in in the theory of dark matter is that it kind of does the opposite of matter. Sure, yeah. Yeah, so what's so, so, so somebody say they're meeting. Somebody say come, this is becoming fun. <laughs> so wait, wait, so they're meeting in a black hole and they're just Pretty much. So like a supernova creates a massive reaction. Mm. And then it retracts into a black hole. Is kind of the theory that that rea- that chemical reaction that happens in a in a um, in a supernova is also happening with antimatter, sure. dark matter. Um, All right, here's my question: <laughs> What if, if if atoms are eggs? What sort of tiny cosmic chicken is going around laying everything down? <laughs> <laughs> see, I, in my head, it's more Kinder Egg. Oh, I see. So, so you know, do you have Kinder Eggs in Australia? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, we get. Yeah, little, yeah. Um, so you know, it's like the white chocolate shell, and then the outside is the dark, dark yeah, yeah, chocolate. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So in my head, it's like, well, the outside is like the the electron shell, and then the inside one is the is the is is is, is the quark shell. And then the little <laughs> treat inside is is the black hole. The, is the, oh right! So the treat is the the you you open your little McDonald's Happy Meal or whatever, and you get a little black hole inside. Why are you getting a Kinder Egg and a Happy Meal, Matt? Well, I don't know. They both have toys. It's a it's a bit of fucking equivalency, isn't it? Get off my back. They, look, they might have they they could have done some kind of you know deal. The 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 people who made they could have done they could know, have done. Is, I think it's the Nutella yeah, people. McDonald's right? would never do that. I think, I think Kinder and Nutella are in, are in cahoots, right? They're the same company. Are they the same thing? I think. I know Ferrero Kinder, Nutella, Rocher and is the Ferrero. same thing. Yeah, they're all and the they same. they were invented by the same guy because he died like, I don't know, a couple of years about now, I think. Oh, and I was rest like, in oh, peace. All of this stuff is, 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 is the same guy. That's they, they put him in cool. his coffin and they broke him up apart into little, like his arms off. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, like yeah. And, all and then they, they laid him in the white yeah. chocolate and then in the ah, dark ambassador chocolate. Ambassador, with this yeah. corpse, you are spoiling us. Yes. <laughs> and then, of course, the That's a reference to an advert from the 80s. Yeah. yeah, put him up in one of those big yeah. triangles. Ah, Ferrero Rocher. I, I wasn't, just to be clear, when I, when I looked very upset for the people who are actually recording there, it wasn't that I was like, this is bad. It was that I have nowhere to go with this. Yeah. <laughs> like, I have such little information that I'm like, I don't know what to do. And then my immediate thought was, are you implying space is scrambled eggs? And then you got way more complicated. And I was like, well, I'm <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I have no more jokes to bring so to So here's the question, right? Um, if black holes are the shell... Imagine the shells, if this was like our first serious episode. It won't be. Okay. No. <laughs> if black holes are, the, are just the shells of all of the atoms, right? Yeah. And when and and the atoms like you have to sort of crack them on the edge of a universal frying pan, and, you, and then you break them open, and then you make all the stuff in the universe, right? Yeah. And then the shells go. What? Um. Yeah. Does that mean that we are? All, does that mean we're all just basically an omelet? 
humans uh, are a cosmic omelette so, and so is everything else. Or, so, or, what is that? And, uh, is it arranged in different ways? So, if, for example, our stars like a cosmic souffle and humans are like a cosmic... So if, if we were to use the egg analogy, then kind of yes, because the theory of, of like black holes and shit is that the, the start of the universe and the end of the universe, it kind of works on a cyclical universe theory is that all of the right. black holes kind of combine into one mass, super massive black hole. And... <laughs> I don't know why you're giving us that look. Is that a muse reference? It is a muse. It's, just another, it's just another word in it that's a bit clever. Um, and, and that creates a point of uh, de- like infinite density, which then explodes out and scrambles all the eggs together and then we get life and the universe and everything and that's a hitchhiker's guide to the universe reference look at me go it is you've got so many references um, today so hang on i I don't know if we could i don't know if we could all be i don't know if we could all be the omelet because if the shells are gone then we we have atoms that have shells right so if the shells are gone all that would be left would be like the 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 energy particles or what like all, or the particles which maybe yeah. ha, are just energy maybe I don't know without the shell maybe. so is that is the cosmic background radiation then the cosmic background radiation Ooh. is the omelet and we <gasps> are un un uncracked eggs We're sitting the in the omelet inside. of the universe eating yeah the, waiting to be waiting to be cracked we the, yeah. the Kinder surprise was in us all along <laughs> yeah it turns out we were the Kinder surprise we're <laughs> sucking up that yolk. And we're thriving. <laughs> we're thriving on sure. it. Yeah, we're we're eating it raw, mm-hmm. right? We're getting that that, yeah. that raw yeah, yeah. yolk, sucking down sucking that, up that, yolk. that universe yolk. The yeah. sun is essentially yeah. just just shooting raw yolk into us, like that. Yeah, and uh, and that vitamin Y. That's right. And we're just a, a can directly a, into your veins, cannibalistic <laughs> egg. So rather than being a cosmic omelet, we're actually a cosmic Rocky Balboa. We're just down in raw eggs. <laughs> I took th- I took that riff to be a cosmic fry up. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, cosmic big breakfast. That's good. Yeah, sure. But if all right, so if atoms are cosmic eggs, then uh, yeah. what is cosmic bacon and cosmic hash browns? <laughs> cosmic bacon would be the be like plasma. <laughs> plasma, oh, yeah. like off of fire. Fire is a plasma, maybe. What's Maybe. fire? What's fire? Just hot gas, <laughs> in it? Get gas hot this, enough, it make fire. Yeah, but it's not a gas. Is this it a plasma? The fire is just a reaction, right? Uh, I, yeah, look, I saw a video entitled What is Fire the other day, and I was like, I should know this, but I think it is just a, a reaction. It is just like oxygen joining something else, maybe, uh, in, in heat. Mm. Um I mean, as far mm. as I'm concerned, it's sorcery stolen from the gods by Prometheus. But that's right. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that's because I was always more yeah. into literature than science. Um, yeah. Does anyone have a funny reinvention for? Well, for space? I, I suppose <laughs> I'm still on this. I still can't really get past this. I mean, if it's it's hard to think of things that aren't mattered in space, but if you go to uh, space itself, the emptiness of space. Uh, look, I mean, if we've got matter, energy, and uh, space. That's most things. Yeah. So the space itself probably has to be a shitload of either hash brown or bacon. That's sure. true. Well, I mean, they, they, they say particles sort of pop in and out of existence, right? And mm. what people thought was empty space is actually just millions of subatomic particles, you know, being created and destroyed in an instant, right? Mm. All, the, all the time, all the time, round and round and round. I didn't um, know that. Yeah, I yeah, think well, there's like, no, you do. there's these weird things that are like, 
um, I can't like like imaginary particles, kind of like things that are like almost particles, but they they appear in and out of existence. Mm. Uh, what? I don't, yeah, and and yeah. that's wild. Yeah, and so yeah. there's that. So that's what are those theor- theoretical theoretical mushrooms, perhaps? Mm. Yeah, <laughs> you're a theoretical <laughs> mushroom. <laughs> How annoying to be trying to eat a, a cosmic fry. Yeah, and, and your mushrooms your just mushroom keep disappearing. Just and you change yeah. the mushrooms by observing them. <laughs> That's a cool thing. That's a cool thing. Mm. I learned about that a bit. That's cool. It is, and also something I don't know enough about to make jokes. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's really I, cool. I mean, it would it's be... why the observable universe isn't the infinite universe. Uh, oh, I was too oh. deep in another thought <laughs> sure to absorb that one. <laughs> yeah, I'm... <laughs> Not deep enough into this coffee. <laughs> I have, I have not only an idea, but maybe a, a ridiculously dumb idea that might counteract how smart this has been so yeah, far. Yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, it's I not don't been smart. feel like it's this has been, been smart, smart so far. This has been <laughs> ideas been and then blanking so comprehension is what this has been. But yeah, by all means, please carry on. I it's, it, it is mad that on this podcast where we have said some atrocious things but holly being like spaces eggs was the thing i was like nah i can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's too far for me i'm afraid um right so uh, are you all aware of like ultra marathons no yes so ultra marathons are like i think it's like 80 kilometers or 80 miles or something oh you can go like, like as long as you want i was um yeah there's who's the guy who like ran for 82 hours straight or something what uh, I know. I couldn't be awake for eighty-two hours straight. And they just—they eat and they piss and they shit just while running. Mm. I literally—I yeah. I can't run for more than like a minute. Yeah, I think Forrest, Forrest Gump is the answer. I think if that's yes, I think you're right. <laughs> yeah, I think that's guy, what it yeah. was. Yeah, and he met JFK as well. That's right. That's He's right. done a lot of stuff. What? And was Tom Hanks? We should all be so lucky as yeah. to be Tom Hanks <laughs> a bit. Um, Forrest Gump must have been running for more than 82 hours Already grew a beard in that time That's true, he or does Or he has really, really fast facial hair Anyway does, does Forrest Gump just run? Is that a thing? Oh yeah, Holly doesn't watch movies I also haven't <laughs> seen the Holly movies <laughs> Alright, well, anyway <laughs> that, that reference does work, I'll I assure you <laughs> Great <laughs> for, the, for the one person who's seen the film, it works <laughs> um, So, one of my friends at home uh, Is an insane runner To the point where he is constantly trying to find more and more races That are longer and longer and more dangerous. He is doing a marathon through the Alps next year. So he is running like 26 miles through like treacherous snowy mountains. At you know, altitude. Just because, yeah, just because he's trying to find more and more big runs to do. He just loves big runs. Just right? Big <laughs> runs. Who wouldn't? Just loves big runs. And I'm like, and obviously to be an astronaut, you have to be incredibly, incredibly fit, right? You have to be able to withstand the G-force and stuff. So I'm, it stands to reason that they would be okay at running I at mean, least, right? Bezos at, was at an astronaut okay. for a minute well, they before be they changed enough, yeah. it. Yeah, you have to be fit, right? So my idea is what we do is we send a team of astronauts who at the start are actually just laborers to Saturn and we get them to pave Saturn's ring. Mm-hmm. <gasps> and then we send astronauts up there to do the lap of Saturn and that will be the biggest run that you can do. That is a big fucking run. Yeah, it is. But yeah. it's also zero gravity, so you don't have to worry. I don't think you get tired because you wouldn't have to worry about weight, right? Well, you, maybe just uh... the weight of your own body. Yeah. <laughs> also, I would say even at zero gravity, running the circumference of a of a of a planet is still going to be quite tiring. I think it would just even take a while. Like, It'd be tiring because yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't be able to sleep. But I don't so, know. I think you just like you could just float it, couldn't you? Just, you could just sort of swim. 
just as clarity, it's 175,000 miles. So I can confirm yeah, that is a big run. That's a big run. Yeah, that that's is a big, big run. run. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's ultra marathon, right? That's that's a massive fucking run. Just to clarify the dumb yeah. thing that I said, that I realize you're saying zero gravity, and then I said your own weight of your body, and of course that's exactly what you were talking about. But, uh, um, I think, oh my god, why am I putting in facts in here? I'm so sorry. Your body still has mass, but the gravity will yes. be less. But then again. If you're that close to Saturn, you're still going to be pulled, getting pulled. You're still going to have gravity. Yeah, you're probably you're probably going to be like running on a slight angle, like a forty five degree angle, as your body yeah. Ooh, is like getting a NASCAR track is getting pulled towards yeah. uh, the Saturn itself while you're on the ring. So it'll be perfect for actually, you'll but, be able to take that corner so well. If it was even, you'll be able to take that corner so fast. Yeah. <laughs> So, Alistair, it's all a corner, right? Because it's a circle. (laughs) So, it's all a corner. If we were to pave the ring, Mm -hmm. the Saturn ring, would that then have. Because at the minute, it's all just bits, isn't it? But the the bits are like fucking really, really far apart from each other, right? Because Saturn's rings are not. They're not solid things. If we made it a solid thing, would it then be attracted to Saturn and actually break the ring? Or would that be okay? Uh, I think maybe mm. if you got it solid enough, you could probably get it working like a like an all the way around archway that would be able to maybe withstand. Ah, oh yeah, because yeah, 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 the, ring, yeah. the rings are not in geostationary orbit, are they? The rings are slowly oh, right. <laughs> either decaying or flying away. Right, Saturn's rings are disappearing very slowly, but they are. Aww. At some point, well, there won't should... be any more. There won't be rings around Saturn anymore. I'm not sure whether you... that's because they're falling into the planet or whether they're. Pissing off out Pissing of space, off. right? But either way, uh, you'd have to fix that before you were going to tarmac it, right? Saturn, Saturn's rings are big fans of Pluto and they're not happy with how Pluto's being treated. <laughs> exactly. They're they're like, like, we're well, we're going to go to Pluto yeah. and make Pluto bigger. Yeah. Pluto's bigger yeah. than us. Are we not planets? And then they're trying to get all fucking like, <laughs> yeah. self-conscious. Yeah. And then Mac what? turns up with a big like bulldozer and a load of concrete. I'm and they're gonna like, make you hang one. on, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> Well, the thing is, you'd have to tarmac both sides equally, right? You'd have to be at literally the polar opposite sides because once you start tarmacking one side, then it's no, it's not a, a ring, right? So we'll just crash to Earth. Well, that's so true. Yeah, but also you get it would, you know, it would start leaning one way, right? And Sam would be like, Whoa, yeah. and then you'd have to balance it out, and then yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I think that is the idea of a big racetrack, and also that like. We talk a lot about how boring a lot of spectator sports are on this. Yeah. But tell me you wouldn't watch a fade from Saturn of a load of astronauts running in zero gravity. That would be sick. Oh, yeah. Because all it takes is one person to trip. The trouble is, they'll be gone forever. How long would it take? Because the Olympics are once every four years, right? Um, Yeah. With our current technology, how long would it take to get a team of athletes in spacesuits to Saturn? I don't think it's the time to get there is the problem. I think it's the fact that that race will take years. Well, yeah. <laughs> just Yeah, just to clarify, it would take 3,000... It would be 6,730 marathons. Mm-hmm. That's fine. If it was to be a marathon a day, that's 18 and a half years. Eddie Izzard did like 30 marathons in 30 yeah. days. I reckon Eddie Izzard could do it. That's I can exactly promise you... <laughs> I am not going to fucking watch that. <laughs> yeah. No, but I'm not saying you have to watch it. Oh, no, that's not true. People will watch any old right? shit. Yeah. I will and not if watch you make that. It the personali- if you make it about the personalities, if you make it about the, 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 the you know, the drama of it and mm. so on, people watch, like, people ha- watch that much 
spectator sports in there, right? If you're into football, mm. you'll watch that amount of football in your straight. life. Yeah, absolutely. Well, if you're a football fan from the, a child to when you die, you have definitely watched like at least 18 years worth of football in that time, right? Yeah. And people, the people of Earth... That's just a fact. The people of Earth have been training for this, essentially, without even realizing, with, with things that we binge getting longer and longer, right? And so yeah. we're essentially constantly in a state of getting ready for exactly this, right? And I think if maybe we add a kind of reality TV kind of dating part mm, to the run, yes. you know, while people are running, they're also sort of interviewing each other on who might get to fuck who and things like that. Uh, yeah. That will mm-hmm. keep people engaged. People love a bit of gossip. People love a bit of drama. People love sport. Oh. You know, each country you sends their best, their best person who oh. can run in zero gravity around a planet. Yeah. But also, that <gasps> is like, but they also have to be, you know, uh, this is sort of a big personality and maybe a bit charming That's or like a bit of a, a bit of a bad boy. Yeah, or a bit of a, yeah. Have you seen that? What's that? What's that awful, awful show where um, you, they have the people that are in the apartment block, but they, they the only way they can interact is through like, dating profiles on that their phones. Pro- that is a program that I have watched with my family and it's genuinely really fucking good and I really want to go on I that. Mean, That's really fucking good. It's just cool. the worst thing I've ever heard. <gasps> Do you have the circle in Australia? Like, cannot imagine a more exploitative and shitty form of television. Do you have The so Circle in Australia? I, I have not seen The Circle. So I, so The Circle is is is, is people right. that live I'm really excited. Fine. It's people that live in an apart in an apartment block and they all interact through the computer. They don't use their voices at any time. They all talk is like text to speech. Mm. And they send messages to each other and it can be a group chat. They have like little challenges and stuff to do, but you can either go in as yourself or somebody else. So you can go in as literally anybody. You can go in as somebody else that's in there has happened once. So somebody's gone in as somebody who was already in the house. And so there's two people with like the same profile picture and they're trying to pretend who's like figure out which one's the real one. And it's like, it's really cool. It's like catfishing, but like you're watching it live. It's really good. I also was going to say that is literally like, it's like, let's do a crime, the TV show. Is is this, is this genuine? I genuinely can't imagine anything like worse. It's the fucking peak of amoral fucking shitty reality TV. I hate everything about it. I feel like I I saw a a show come out of the UK. That but astronauts. (laughs) and also, it's a race. <laughs> I think I saw. Hey, what were you I, I, okay. I think I saw a show come out of the UK where people are nude behind a behind a a screen, and the screen slowly gets lower. Uh, no, it, raised, and people <laughs> you have can to only uh, see that. You can only see naked the dicks. attraction. Yeah, and you have to judge the dicks and pick who you're going to date. Yeah, so I think at first you're just like judging their ankles or something, right? Yeah. <laughs> and then it goes up, and then you see their dick, and then you have to like try to pretend that you're not judging it based on the size of their dick. And then, yeah. and then sure. it, yeah. and so I don't know if if we add some of these elements, some of these circle elements, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> where, exactly. where people people are in their spacesuits, right? You can't see them. Yeah, you can't see them, right? So they're talking text to speech. But they've got Tinder in right? there. Yeah, they got Tinder, <laughs> right? But as they're running, slowly but surely, their body becomes more and more nude from the bottom <gasps> up. <laughs> That's very good. See, I yeah. also had of, the whole suit is made of like mirrored glass, but it just like it gets defogged after yeah. running. <laughs> so you start seeing more and more of the sure. body. But there's also like the, the the fact that you know it's gonna decay over time. It's it's gonna be an 18 year old ring. 
That's so right. like there's going to be like a Super Mario element to it where you've got to like jump the empty gaps oh, yeah. and mm. actually really test your yeah yeah strength. And maybe and, you could have a thing where like your um the amount of sort of the amount of social like capital you get the amount that you're allowed to sort of message and 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 so on is dependent on, on how well you're doing in the race you know yeah <laughs> so if you're like winning the oh. race then you get to message as much as you want but if you're at the back or if you're at the back maybe you get a little bit of a boost of your socials you know yeah. to sort of to sort of keep you keep the audience guessing oh. right and then maybe every week someone gets voted off the ring and they just get punted into space <laughs> I was going to say the voting element I think would be great, right? The idea like every week you could text into some number being like, I hate Harvey Barnabas, the bad boy of Saturn. <laughs> I want him to And then what happens is just, there's like the crew just appear with just like, a gun. And all they do is all they do is literally just very lightly push him but, off the ring, and he just goes forever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So goodbye, Harvey Barnabas. You've been voted off. That's on 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 Saturn Ring Channel Plus One. I was going to say Saturn yeah, Ring Channel big, Two, and the that's the race to mouth. Saturn. <laughs> the Big Brother's yeah. Big Mouth of, yeah. of Saturn Running is Fern Cotton drifting through space with all of the losers. <laughs> yeah. I think. And they're all begging for their lives yeah. and she refuses to take them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, she's out there too. She's not coming back either. <laughs> she's a professional, you know. So she's still doing her job. I just think that the yeah, the people's inner monologue as they as they disappear into the ether, you know, what what do you say out loud to the cameras as the as the sadness and the realness become, uh, you know, set in. Um I feel I feel like those you know those people will firstly get a lot of followers on uh, Instagram or tw- Twitch or wherever, and uh, that will be some of the greatest content. Do you do you have an idea on how to reinvent space? How would you reinvent space? You know what? I reckon a lot less of it would be great. Um, less space. Yeah, I think less space. I was literally going to say the same thing. Space. Yeah. <gasps> Too much of it fucks a lot of it off. I mean, yeah, it just it's kind of it's it's um it's overwhelmingly large uh and It's genuinely too big to to think about. Exactly. You can't go anywhere. Exactly. I I there's a lot of stuff that I would love to just I'd love to just, you know, even the moon's too far. Like to be honest, yeah, I know we've absolutely. gotten there, but it's not, you know, it's <laughs> it's quite far away. It's a pain. I think if Well it's we, the thing, it's like living in like the American Midwest or whatever. You can't go you've got to get in a car to go anywhere. It's like you just know you can't just walk down the shops. You've got to fucking everything takes an hour, you know? Exactly. And but in it, space it's even worse. Exactly. And then once you do even bother to make the journey, there's actually none of the stuff that you like there. You know, there's no good coffee, mm. yeah. there's no you know, there's no snacks and things like you gotta bring everything you can't yourself. Get McDonald's. Exactly. You even gotta like you got to bring stuff that generate your own atmosphere and things like that. I think, you know, <laughs> er, if everything was about a thousand times closer, right? Okay. Maybe even a million times I'd go closer. further than that. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I would say about a hundred miles between planets. I like that. Oh. Yeah. And why does everything have to be moving? Yeah. Couldn't everything just stay See, still? That is a thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Because that would make life much easier. Yeah, yeah I don't like great. this risk of collisions that is always happening. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they're they're kind of that seems to be actually quite a big threat. Now, if everything was in one spot, right, and because all those other stars will be closer, that will that will fix that whole night thing, right? Yeah, true. I mean, we're makes it safer. Yeah. safer we are going to be real night. warm. Yeah, fuck. I, I like the I idea night. because. 
I, you know, I know my partner doesn't like to go walking at night, right? But if, yeah. But yeah. once we get twenty four hour day, it'll be like living in Norway. A dream. That's true. Right? You can sleep whenever you want. <laughs> you know, exactly. Smoked fish all the time. We don't have to do that, but we could just eat smoked fish all the time. Yeah, absolutely. Well, the thing is, it'll be easier to do, right? Because we'll be that close to the sun. You can just hold exactly. the fish inside for a second and it'll be smoked. <laughs> so it sounds like your idea was, at one point, let's make everything smaller. And make everything smaller. <laughs> yeah, but Norway's too small. Norway always sounds good until you realise that it's full of serial killers and very sad detectives wearing <laughs> That's true. cable knit sweaters. Sure, but if okay, well, either we bring everything in space closer and make it stop moving, or yeah. we just make Norway bigger, right? And that'll and that will split up. That will that will sort of separate all those murderers and detectives, and just get them sort of a good, you know, get them equidistant from each other, and then we can all live mm. in the in the space between them. So, if if space was close together, mm. which planet would you live on? Probably still Earth, to be honest. Would yeah. you? See, I think yeah. I think I'm going to like I'm going to live on a gas planet. I reckon. Okay. Yeah. I don't think that will go well. <laughs> I don't think that'll end well. I don't think much of this is going to end well, Mark. Mm. <laughs> well, that is true. I mean, yeah. The, 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 I guess I, you know they talk about when they're finding exoplanets. They always go, "We found. We think we might have found an an Earth-like planet." Those ones yeah. sound good to me. I don't know. Oh, I could go yeah. for an Earth-like planet. Mm. Yeah. I want to live somewhere where the trees are purple, actually. I think that's sure. going to be the planet that I find. Well, we can just reinvent Norway to have purple trees. Mm, that's that's right. true. That's, no yeah. <laughs> that's a different episode, though. We can't reinvent Norway on this episode. Yeah, this is space. <laughs> I really can't wait till we do Alistair Trombley Birchall Part 2 Norway. Norway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure no one will have any problems with that. <laughs> no, um, I, th- I think the idea of space being closer together is very good. I do actually quite like it, yeah. You know, like, they're, they're always talking about how, like, uh, Richard Branson or whatever is trying to, like, make, yeah. oh, we'll go on holidays to the moon or whatever. Yeah. The idea that I don't have to book weeks of my sure. life off to go to the moon would be great. Like, That's I know it's true. going to be expensive, but someone's like, hey, it's your birthday. I know you're off. We've got a long weekend. But what would you Let's do while you're the there? For That's like the a question. You see great. a rock. Yeah, but then. Well, you're just on the moon, aren't you? Like, I think practice I, for the think... Saturn running probably. You'd basically do what Buzz, Buzz Aldrin did on the moon, where you're literally like, you run yeah, on the moon. You do that. You do and some it's jumping what, jacks on the moon. And then you're like, oh, well, I've found a rock. Yeah. And then that's all that there is. It's just rocks. It takes, it takes like. Yeah, but it takes yeah, like three days to get there. Right? It's not worth the trip. If you're not so you like some time. sort of so, weird scientist I, I, nerd I, who cares about that I kind of stuff, I would absolutely go on like, the fucking moon. I think the moon, moon is probably quite boring for your regular kind of for your average Joe. You're like, oh well, there's a rock. We've got rocks at home, but we've also got like theme parks and Netflix. But there's no none of that on the moon. Yeah, well, um, you, I guess tourist operators, tourism operators, would have to think of more kind of uh, gravity based. Uh, things to do you know because that's kind Frisbee. of the fun yeah. of it right because i mean unless they find more water because i guess there's there's a lot of sand <laughs> so i mean you could kind of you could you know sit on it but i think yeah. it might be i think there might be a lot of like small glass shards in there i think from like from like it feels sharp yeah i yeah. think i think so so it'd have to be a lot of like you know it'll be like moon bungee moon bungee will be kind of fun in that yeah I mean, Moon, moon Bungee, trampoline. I guess, is, is for people who are more afraid of Bungee on Earth, 
right? Because you couldn't, yeah. you know, because it's it's too fast. Yeah. So you kind of just, oh, what would that be like? Oh, that was, uh, it's exactly how I imagined. But I'm just yeah. saying that people will want to do it and then they won't realize <laughs> it's bad until they get there. And then they won't allow themselves to believe that it's bad because they went to so much effort to get there and go, yeah, and paid so much. To go, yeah, they're not going to... It's like that thing where, like, if you spend, like, £300 Mm. to go and see a show and it's shite, you're not going to tell anyone it was shite because you're like, Mm. I just spent £300 on that. I'm going to tell everyone it was fucking great and, like, I'm high culture now. You know what would be fucking insane on the moon? What? Total wipeout. (laughs) So, yeah, I'd watch that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. How good would that be? Very easy, though, comparatively. (laughs) Very easy, comparatively. And that would have the added bonus of we could send Richard Hammond to the moon and never have him back. Is it Richard Hammond? I thought it was Keith. Chegwin? Is it... Keith Chegwin. I've heard that name. I don't know who he is. (laughs) I thought Richard Hammond posted Total Wipeout. Hang on, I'm going to search Keith Chegwin. Is Total Wipeout not... Is, does Richard Hammond do Total Wipeout Keith now? Keith Chegwin was a 70s and 80s TV presenter who looks like a... <laughs> who looks like a mullet in a ask, shirt. Ask Google <laughs> Ask Google if he did Total Wipeout. Controversy about plagiarism, <laughs> better than some of the controversies that he could have had. Uh, yeah, true. Was, <laughs> yeah. Let's see. Whenever you said he's a, Br- a British celebrity from the 80s, I was like, close yeah. that page. <laughs> he hosted <laughs> Multicoloured Swap Shop, Cheggers Plays Pop, and Saturday Superstore. And also he was part of a pop band Brown called Brown Sauce. With no Saturday Superstore! <laughs> that is the worst name for a bar. Do you remember Saturday Superstore? No, I don't. Not even. No, not even <gasps> it's slightly. where you had a trolley and you ran through the shop and put everything you wanted to come out so you could Tommy, in the trolley. How are all of your pop culture references from the 80s and you were born in like 1999? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't like, know. You, you've never seen a movie and yet you've seen this thing that <laughs> yeah. no one else has even heard of. You're always sending me things like, remember this? And I'm like, no, I wasn't born and neither <laughs> were you. <laughs> I'm sorry. I got too excited about Keith Chegwin. But Keith, no, Keith Chegwin did not host Total Wipeout and does not because I think he might be dead. Dead Deadwin. Oh, oh dead no. <laughs> F's in chat. F's in chat for Keith Chegwin. I, I think Total Leave Wipeout a five star review and hey. just say F's for Keith Chegwin. <laughs> um. I think Total Wipeout in the Moon is good, but you would have to heavily alter some of the tasks. But no, right? you wouldn't. I think what you'd have you'd to have do is you'd have to take a lot put of a water. net around the moon, right? You'd have to put mm. a net around the moon to catch all the people who'd be like punted off it by all of the big boxing gloves or whatever. Yeah. Well, Bob- um, Steve Bezos. Is it Bezos, Steve? Is it, anyway, Bezos. Jeff, Bezos. Jeff, Jeff, not Steve, sorry. Jeff Bezos. My mate, Steve. Is, he, yeah, my mate, Steve. It's, he's, he's cousins. Um, he's, uh, I think he is talking about this idea of like trying to get all the manufacturing onto the moon. So oh that God. net, that net that you are, are proposing would also be great for catching all the people trying to kill themselves. All the jumpers, off. yeah. True. Yeah. <laughs> True. How do we always uh, end up talking about fucking Jeff Bezos on this goddamn <laughs> Not only that, we talked yeah. about Jeff Bezos and on I, the moon. I don't know yeah. if yeah. Like, those people could jump off the top of the building and actually, on the moon, you would actually have to jump out into space, which is not a, it's not a quick end, as we know from our Saturn experience. Yeah. But also, it's not easy to do, even on the moon, where the gravity's not great. Like, you've got to 
jump pretty pretty high right to get out but you you'd need like yeah but you're also on the moon where all the manufacturing is you're gonna be able to get a jetpack sure i guess at least a fire extinguisher yeah Yeah. (gasps) you could wally yourself (laughs) you could what you could wally yourself oh my god you could wally yourself that would be the cutest fucking thing ever imagine being a wally just between planets instead of getting on a spaceship Couple of fire extinguishers. Wally yourself is such a cute way to say you're going to kill yourself with a fire extinguisher. (laughs) 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 Why don't you go Wally yourself? It will be one of the best insults on the moon. But but there's more to it than that, right? There's more to it than that because because you could actually use this as a tool for like anti-capitalism, right? You could fucking (laughs) Wally yourself away from... Jeff Bezos, right, in his, in his moon prison factory, sneaking out the back with a fucking jetpack, right? Wally is uh, with a fire extinguisher. Wally yourself away from all of this. Right? <laughs> every single time you see someone with like a deodorant can or something, like, where are you going? Like, I'm just, yeah. I'm just, I just, I just smell deodorant. bad. Like, I swear, if you go outside that door with that deodorant can. <laughs> Like a oh, like the, op- <laughs> like the opposite of a saloon where you have to like check in your guns on the way in. You have to check check in any yeah. aerosols before you Get leave. Searched for perspirants on the way out. Those are very funny. Like a deodorant can would take so long to do. Yeah. Those are very funny. Then you're like, yeah, like you go outside, you're like. Mark, why are you floating five foot off the ground? Don't look, don't look. <laughs> Just Close your eyes. Trying to swim <laughs> off you didn't see me. Please don't tell Bezos. Yeah. yeah. Two security guards just like jumping. Get down here. Stop bullying yourself. No. Fuck off. Oh, I got legs in my eyes. <laughs> I'm picturing the uh, the security guards trying to stop you. They're like, "Quick, pepper spray him!" And then they get shot backwards. Accidental warning. Propel me further away. Oh no, it's not working. This is no longer about space being small, but very good. It is very good. <laughs> right, Marty boy. Oh Rain God, space. I forgot to think of any ideas. What if, what if Uranus is is what if Uranus is two planets very close together, just for com- comedic effect? <laughs> that would be very good. <laughs> no, Matt, you go ahead. Okay, okay, okay. So um, the thing about space, right, is that it's space, right? You understand yeah. what I what I mean by that? Like, space is literally it's like there's nothing there. That's the point. Yeah, of it's it. an absence of things. Yeah, exactly. What if they, what if instead of that? some things specifically i'm thinking maybe something that you could something something that you could um because i was gonna say like water but i don't i don't care for mm. that i don't care for that but like a goo or yeah almost like a custard mm. you know something oh. that you could <laughs> something that you could sort of like potentially run on but also could just like chill out and have a swim around in something that you know so that you could go to space um, and you wouldn't have to have a, you wouldn't have to have any fancy equipment or a spacesuit or whatever. You just need some like fucking sliders and board shorts, right? And so Earth, um, it's almost like going to the beach, but it's the planet, and the planets are just sort of floating on it, right? <laughs> okay, so it's so it's like a flat, two D plane. Yeah, so I'm thinking about you know the sort of multiversal theory where it's like planes of existence, right? Um, yeah, <laughs> and you have like the you have the, uh, what are they called like M M brains, right? Is that 
something this you, is I need this to is beyond my, no. my pay my pay grade but i like i, I love <laughs> it though i want you to know i like it <laughs> so the idea is that um at least this is my understanding of it and if I, I don't think we have any physicist listeners because why would they but if you do <laughs> please do uh get into the discord and let us know what my what the issues are with this so but the, the as far as i understand it right the uh this theory is that there are many sort of uh almost like sort of sheets of of, of multiverse right called m-brains and every so often two of them touch and when that happens there's a big bang and universe right matter right. created um okay. and so and obviously they exist in more than three dimensions right because that's obvious um because that's how it would have to work because the the, the brains themselves are, are three-dimensional in nature right so this space in which they exist would have to be at least four-dimensional um but i don't care for that because it's too complicated <laughs> for me i my mind thinks in three sure. dimensions 4, 4d right? custard so is I'm hard saying, to picture <laughs> yeah exactly so what i'm saying is all of these m brains are just a custard sea floating in space with all the planets floating on them and occasionally you just get like a uh you occasionally you just get like some custard from one of the other planes into this plane and then that makes a new universe and then we all just float about i mean each universe could be a different uh you know a different material that you float in uh making oh, the multiverse very good. yes one could be exactly. rice pudding one could be like jam. One could chocolate be mousse. chocolate I mean, the, the multiverse could be a trifle, uh, they, or yeah. at least some part of it could be a trifle. <gasps> That's incredible. Oh, yes. I'm like going to live on jelly lady, space. Lady fingers multiverse. <laughs> well, no, because the planets the are the lady fingers, right? The planets oh, are the yeah, lady course, fingers. Yeah. How silly of me. Yeah. <laughs> the whipped uh, cream multiverse. It's very funny because I genuinely thought your idea at the start was going to be that there was an egg multiverse and a milk multiverse and a sugar multiverse and they all touched enough me ours. That's what I thought. Oh, that's very good too. I wish I thought of that, but no, no, not that. So but I wonder what the I wonder what the, the the consequences of that would be, right? I I preferred this idea when I thought it was just we could swim in space and like 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 the atmosphere was just a bubble around Earth. And we, we can could still go back to that, right? We can still get go back out to that of the bubble and then just, just, just have a little that swim. That was my initial idea, and then I remembered a vague physics. Yeah, fact then you and went had to say way it. physics <laughs> and blew my mind, and I still don't really get it. But that's fine. I'm I, probably I, I wrong. like I like the idea of just having a little swim to the moon, and then you get like closer to the sun, and it's it's I mean, it's yeah. the I mean, water's a bit I, warmer, to, and you're like, oh, this is clear, like a tropical yeah, holiday. No, to be clear, no, in, in this universe, like the this the the, the and things are no closer. <laughs> I haven't brought anything closer together. Yeah. So you'd have to at the very least like have a boat that you could. It's take only like to the eight moon. miles, isn't it, to the sun? Uh, you're you're, you're confusing what? eight Something minutes like that it takes. No. Oh. <laughs> I was like, it is not eight miles. The okay. sun <laughs> people think the people think the sun's very big, but and very far away. That's not true. It's actually really close. It's just very small. <laughs> Thank you for knowing what I meant, Alistair. <laughs> Do you know what's very good about custard custard space is that we still have an ozone layer, but it would just be the skin of custard, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Which is very good. Yeah, I mm. think what I like about the Earth traveling through custard is that something that we don't experience now is that the Earth will make a sound as it travels through the custard. It will go. go it would slow. It would. <laughs> That's yeah. Great, yeah. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> 
a truly awful noise that would deafen all of us. <laughs> Schlorpeth. Sure. I mean, look, I think we would come yeah. to love it in the same way that we love uh, the sun itself. Um, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. The question is, right, though, because we don't have we don't we don't have one of the poles anymore, right? That's what the thing of it. Because Earth is floating on the custard, and so at least part of Earth is submerged. Yeah. Right. Or at least, or, or the bubble, oh, yeah. the bubble might be floating. Oh, we're just on it. Oh, the, yeah. Or, well, either that, or we have an atmosphere, and the atmosphere has to be some sort of, there has to be some sort of thing that's around the atmosphere, right? Which would make it more difficult yeah. to get out. So you've you also like made, door. you've also made space flat. Well, that's true, yeah. Is what you've is, done. Yes, I have. Yeah, yeah, that was the main thing. I missed <laughs> that bit. I missed yeah, that yeah, flat bit. flat and custard. Because <laughs> in my head, yeah. it was still... Like you're just swimming, like you're underwater and going to a place underwater. Oh, I was saying, well, no, because then you couldn't be able to, it's custard. You wouldn't be able to see anything. <laughs> How do you know where the moon was in a world where we were all immersed in custard? No, we're just all floating on top of it. In my mind's eyes, space is not a trough <laughs> of custard. <laughs> yeah. And the planets are like half in it. And that's like the rotation of the earth is just, oh, it's, it's going to be nighttime soon. But nighttime is actually just, you're... In the custard, right? Oh, I see. So that's very good. Yeah. We're just rolling about in the custard. You just roll down into the custard and that's how you know it's time for bed. You, you know, normally in the morning, it's like, oh, the sun's coming up. It's actually just like you're in the sun perfectly because there's nothing blocking it. But it takes a while for it to become daytime because the, the custard has to slip slide off. off that yeah. So yeah. bedtime, you got to just put on your, morning. all right, kids, put on your scuba suit. Your custard scuba. Um, <laughs> We're going yeah. into the custard now. Yeah. Once the custard starts lapping yeah. at your knees, you're like, oh, okay, time to go. Uh, time to go inside. It also means it's nearly impossible to stay up late anymore, right? Because there's nothing to do because sure. you're just in custard. You're just blinded yeah. in like, well, custard. Yeah, it's just time to go to bed because it's custard. We, what else are you gonna do? A light powerful enough to just travel through custard like you know if you had big floodlights oh, that, 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 that just illuminate the custard and then you can just i don't know if you had a screen maybe you could probably still do stuff on the screen there'd still be a lot of custard between you and the screen but maybe you could oh, yeah. scoop it away yeah, if you but, every, i bet lasers could oh, do yeah. it bet lasers <laughs> could do it well also it would be good for drinking as well because if you're at a bar or whatever you could just order a shot of vodka and then have that and a mouthful of custard, instant eggnog. Oh, that'd be br- that would be good. <laughs> Constantly, it's always Christmas. It's always Christmas in Custard Town because that's all you all you can drink I, is eggnog. I worry that that what about like that? There's a chance that the the custard itself would actually have. I think maybe right now I'm picturing it. Sorry, I'm, I'm making a mistake because I'm picturing us entirely surrounded by custard. But I'm going back to the yeah, I'm going back that's to the how- 3D custard thing for a second. 3D custard space. Um, yeah. There's a chance that the sure the, live in custard yeah. space. For Allow a me to just live in 3D <laughs> custard space for a second. There's a chance that the custard would be overall heavier than the Earth itself, and so actually we would all be living on the custard, and the and the Earth itself would be our sky, and it would just be something that we would see up. Oh shit! <laughs> and we'd be yeah. like, oh, that's oh, that cool island in the middle of our you know our sort of atmosphere space. Uh, <laughs> I wonder what's up there. That would be cool. That'll actually look like it would be a great place yeah. to live. Maybe say if we lived in a world where there was like 3D empty space. If only we could get up there, but <laughs> it'll oh never happen. God. It's madness. Custard, it's ba- Custard Bezos <laughs> is talking about going to the Sky Island, but I think he's a goddamn fool. He'll never make it. It's very funny that in this world, our sun is 
just a rock with no light in it. <laughs> well, like, it's just oh, a direct. The planet's coming up, and the planet's always up because it is always yeah, in the center of just... the sky. <laughs> the, the big rocks up. Well, and the thing is, hang on, fucking, because because we need to wrap this up. And I've just thought how well custard universe works with Holly's egg universe because the black holes are the shells of all the eggs that they use to make the custard. Yeah, it's yeah, it's perfect. This is good. Um, but also we. It's a flawless I know this is almost nothing, but we could also survive off the heat of the custard. You know, custard really retains its heat. That's yeah, true. Always that's, warm. Yeah. That's what mm, I was thinking. True. You'd know when the sun was coming up because the custard would be warmer in that spot. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Because you, you that's all we'd have is heat. We wouldn't have light. We'd have mm. the heat so, like going around. It? You still would have beaches, right? Because your land would be like the skin bit, and then you would just go to the more liquidy right. bit and just dive in. Yeah. So like, the world's it's pretty exactly much the same. Exactly the same. Just, just, <laughs> just a bit more yellow. <laughs> yeah. Just upside yeah. down. Upside down. Yeah, I mean, yellow and the, yellow and the sun <laughs> is a rock, but that's yeah. it's all good. Did Coldplay? Did Coldplay predict the universe <laughs> with their song Yellow? <laughs> Chris has been trying to warn us for years. He's been trying to warn us for years and we didn't listen. And now they're on a world tour powered by fucking unicycles Look or whatever it the fuck is that they're doing. <laughs> Look how, Look how they custard now. <laughs> well, I think we've done it, folks. That's couldn't be better. Um, so on that note, we are going to say thank you very much for listening to another episode of Pointless Reinvention. This one's been a weird one, eh? Uh, let us know. Let us know if you made it this far. Um, but thank you very much for coming on, uh, Alistair. It's been an absolute bloody pleasure to have you chat nonsense with us. Thank you. Um, let the folks know what you've oh. got going on that they can listen to if they have been charmed by your melodious tones. Sure, thank you. And thank you very much for having me on this very fun thing. And and maybe space is a very weird concept to try to reinvent, but I appreciate I appreciate the uh the the, the challenge in it. Um this is Matt Stewart's <laughs> idea. So that was a bit stu- anyway. Uh, <laughs> You'll uh, have you to can, yell at him. <laughs> yeah, I will. But, but <laughs> I enjoyed it. I had a good time. I'll yell at him about how much fun I had. Uh, <laughs> Matt, that was really great. Thanks for the suggestion. <laughs> <laughs> um uh, you can find me on the Tune the Think Tank podcast. You can find me on uh, the Pop Test, which is a science quiz show that we do. And you know what? And you can find me on Twitter at Alistair TB, A L A S D A I R T B. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for coming. It's been a dream come true. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, I think we're done. Goodbye. I've been Holly. Oh, yeah, we didn't do the battle of goodbye. Oh, we didn't. Oh, yeah. Uh, f- fucking, uh, all right, I've been Matt. <laughs> I've been Holly. I've been Mark, and this has been one small step for podcasts. Yeah, and one giant leap for the bird, for birds' custard industry. <laughs> <laughs> all right, goodbye. Uh, yeah, let's go. Space. Well, hello, everyone. It's me, former President Bill Clinton. Boy, I sure do love a hot dog. I just want to thank you for listening to my favorite podcast, The Pointless Reinvention. And please remember, it's very important to the American people that you give it a five-star review. Like this one from Laxlam. I listen to several podcasts, and this is the only one I have notifications set for. I even like the Crab Hives idea so much that I gave my life savings to someone who said they would make it a reality. So I cannot wait for that to pay off. God, the Patriot. 
Please remember to follow the podcast on social media at PLR underscore pod on uh, Twitter and Instagram and all the hosts at uh, Matt's Music. Is that my phone? Oh, God, it's something. An emergency is occurring. I got to go, but please do remember to follow uh, Matt's Music House, Macaroni Prince, and holler me on social media. Whatever social media you want, I'm sure there'll be. Oh, God, I've got to go. It's really amping up. Uh, Anyway, goodbye. Tell Hillary I love her if I don't make it back. Goodbye. Would you like me to do a Martin impression and come up with an idea for you? you <laughs> Go on now. I want to see what you've come. You, I, I want to see what your impression of one of my ideas is, and you can't just um, say I know space is horny. Yeah, I, I genuinely was going like, what if uh, all the planets are just full of cum? <laughs> <laughs> what if we that combine my idea with, or Holly's what? idea? With cum. And all of the planets are shells, but inside, it's cum. <laughs> <laughs>